<laughs> the next matchup is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Or Cocaine Bear. Right. So Cocaine Bear. I literally. I have no knowledge of this yeah. until today. But the, the poster, if you Google it... looks like a horror. It, no, no, it's not that. It just looks like the posters for Sin City. It does. Oh, it's exactly the poster from Sin City, but with the writings been changed to... All I want bear. is a Robert Rodriguez-directed film, yeah. black and white, with like a little bit of colour, like Sin City. I want Sin the bear City. to have a voiceover. It's what, a real thing. You say, what's it about? You what know, is, what, it? is it literally... What do you mean, what is but it about? I mean, like, is it a horror? Is it a comedy? Is it... What what is this film and why is it? Happening? I'll tell you right now, Sam. February twenty fourth. We're gonna find out. <laughs> we're gonna find out. So. Hello and welcome to Two Rules Podcast. My name is Liam Reedy and today we're going to be talking about 2023's most anticipated films. I'm here with Sam Mills. Thank you to everyone who listened to us during our long hiatus. It's been a few months since we've done an episode, but we're back to regular recordings. We've got lots to look forward to in the coming months from a 20th anniversary episode of Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers to the continuation of the MCU with Ant-Man Quantumania. We're going to have some summer rewind episodes, some previously unreleased episodes from the summer this year, and loads more that we're going to be talking about in this particular episode. Just as we get into it, we are talking about the DCU announcement by James Gunn, the slate of films for the next 8 to 10 years. You find us at the beginning of this episode just having watched that video. We get right into it. Enjoy. Anyway, hello everyone. <laughs> We're back. No, I think um yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there. Ten, 8 to 10 years. <sighs> yeah. Superman doesn't happen until 2025. Yeah, but I, I can't help but feel like so when Marvel started their MCU mm. there was a plan behind the scenes but it was very like oh it can only really happen if Iron Man does well yeah 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 and then after that it was like well it's this is only going to happen if Captain America does well and then it was like Avengers was always teetering on the edge of like it they might not have Robert Downey Jr yeah, so yeah. you'd be replaced with um uh, Don Cheadle. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Well, he was always going to be like the replacement. If Robert Downey Jr. wasn't going to be in it, they'll be like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll have War Machine in it instead." Oh. And the story will be different, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually the next War Machine installment is um, the 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 War Machine story the that's going to the show that's going to be on. It's based on an Iron Man arc. Right, but they're so just, they're slotting the War before, Machine. Into yeah, before we get into the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, slog yeah. of the MCU, yeah, yeah, the DC, this is kind of like it's a different. It's too much, but it's a different ball game now. Like, then, no, I'm, I'm telling you this right now: the casual <laughs> audiences are yeah. not going to see about sixty percent of that shit. No, absolutely, but you don't need the casual audiences anymore. Yeah, but you do. No, you don't. You do because, because the, the 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 amount of money it takes to make things now. It will. So, but they'll they'll have it dotted on. Like there'll be. Uh, there's enough of an audience in each realm 
even outside of like the the movies. I think it's 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 literally like this comic it, book bu- this comic book bubble is going to burst soon. Yeah, I do agree that. I and, do agree. And this, I feel like, will be a catalyst. And I'll tell you what one thing that is not a good indication is the video that we watched of James Gunn talking about it has been out for two days yeah, and hasn't even got one million views. Yeah, okay. That's not yeah, good. That's Anything not good Marvel... Yeah, 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 yeah. Any, any Marvel trailer... Yeah, is millions and millions and millions of views I know, I know, in I know. twenty-four hours. I know. I've, there's something about James. He will bring the like. He'll he'll bring the audience. The audience it's, come with him. It's too he'll much. Ten him. years is like you can't tell what people will actually like in ten years time. Oh no, I know, I know. But you, but Marvel would have had this same thing. It was just behind the scenes. Marvel do have their phases. It's obviously no, but even outside, the, even outside the phase, what you were saying, like they had that original plan for Iron Man stuff. They would have had a ten-year plan. I don't think it would have been that, that long. I feel like each phase is. I know they are thinking a little bit further now ahead, bit, yeah. But at the time, say, getting up to Avengers was all just new. Was all just new anyway. Yeah. So there's no like, oh, they planned years and years ahead. That they were just like, let's get to Avengers. Yeah. And then we've got ideas. Yeah. For afterwards, but let's get to Avengers, and then between Avengers and Age of Ultron, they're like, that was more than expected. You know, it did better than expected. Um, and then they were like, right, let's do the next phase. And then obviously they once again were like, but the the seeds, they, it was like a tree growing. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like. It wasn't like, here's the plan, things might change a little bit, but here's 10 years. It was like, well, the the seed has been planted yeah. for Endgame so early. Getting there is just about navigating the waters to it Yeah, in these smaller stages. This uh, <laughs> eight to 10 years, so that would take us to uh, 2033. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't see comic book films being as popular. Yeah, sure. All, all the way down the line, there's always going to be people. Who I feel see like them. part of this video though is just to get people off his back. What do you mean? Like, where before you could you could do the whole like so Marvel would be like these we we're going to try and do a an MCU, but we'll, it's very much like you said, like especially at the beginning, so it's like this film, okay, that did well, okay, we can do this one, and they all hint to each other and stuff, and it was like a growing thing. Now it's just like people are like, yeah, but what's coming? Like, what's the plan with DC? And they're like, no, we've got plans, we've got plans. We're not going to reveal it all at once, but we have plans. It's like, yeah, but you've told us you have plans before, so yeah, what's the plan? So I feel like this is kind of like, look, guys, we have a. Do you know what? Here's the fucking plan. Yeah, there's the plan. You asked for it. There is a plan. They know realistically. He's a filmmaker. He knows realistically they might not be watching these things in the next, like what, so, like, like you said, next ten years. Put the the bubble will burst. Bubble Hopefully, burst. the bubble will burst. But <laughs> what is also good thing is it might dodge the bubble entirely because he does make different shit. Yeah, but he's very good at taking old ideas and making them like or or reused ideas and doing something different with it. So it might survive because of that. But. We'll have to see. I, I I'm looking forward to it, but I completely agree. It's it's it's. I hope it works because it sounds quite cool, but I wouldn't be surprised if yeah we get a couple and then the bubble bursts and 
there's no marketing for it. Watching the video did not calm the nerves. Didn't didn't give me any ease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair As enough. someone who's like a DC skeptic, you are a DC skeptic, I think as well. Um, you are, yeah, there's there's that element of bias. But I don't think I'm genuinely just not a fan of an Batman. This, but I think this is the thing as well. I think that he's he's <clears throat> done well. Where he's picked projects that are for the skeptics, because the reason that people hate the skeptics, the one that the skeptics are the ones that don't like. Generally, it all stems from they don't like Superman. Yeah, it does. Love, even the skeptics love Batman. Batman's like you like yep. Batman, yep. but you're very much a DC skeptic. But it stems from the Superman. So James Gunn's Superman will probably be something different anyway. But he's also put so much around the Superman that there's a Superman film coming. That's fine. That's cool. Mm. That's the kickoff. But don't worry, there's tons of other stuff yeah and it'll be animated things and stuff i'm i'm all i like the idea of like it all being tied together but whether it will come out in time is probably mm. the biggest question because but what what is this this whole episode is about i suppose this is a, at the end of this we're gonna because this is the anticipation episode we're anticipating what's coming how what we think is going to be good what's some of that at the end of this we each have to put a it doesn't be a pitch, but an idea of what we think the next thing is. What the next big thing? What's the next? We're in the. We're pretty much in the era of superheroes. Yeah, I feel the eighties and nineties were action heroes. Yeah, definitely action heroes, horrors. Well, I think the the eighties was the era of the action hero. Action hero, and then even post eighties into the nineties was of the the blockbuster. It the was blockbuster, it was a yeah. little bit less about the one big name. And was more about the spectacle. Yeah, that's true. With yeah, the yeah. improvement of effects and CGI. That's and true, ex- yeah. Uh, yeah. So you had multiple action heroes or multiple names. Yeah. Rather than it just being Stallone, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, there was a lot of... It, and it was, honest, it was a, a lot, lot more of, ensemble casts. And there was a lot of uh, genres as well. You couldn't be able to sum it up to one genre for the 90s because uh, it was very much the blockbuster. Once you get to 99, post-Matrix... It was very much about um, sci-fi. It was yeah, it was a bit of a mixture of like science fiction, um, you know, kind of technology. Bit, bit, yeah, the yeah the the rise of technology. Yeah, CGI. Um, you know, obviously predating that. You know, the animation. Terminator. I'd say noughties like animation took a big. Yeah, I know well, you had the Disney thing going on through the nineties, but Disney, I feel like. Animation in itself in the noughties was the Disney Renaissance period, which is 1989 until 2001. Yeah, or maybe a little bit earlier, depending on who you ask. Is another is another thing that I'd say was a staple of that time. Yeah, no, but I mean Shrek, all of those things oh, like two, CGI animation, like all of the you know the I, noughties and stuff. I know you had Shrek. Toy Story in '95, but yeah. you also it did it became like well it awoken it awakened multiple studios into saying okay there's a there's a an, a new area of filming of yeah. filmmaking yeah which is uh through you know uh, CG animation CG animation like yeah 3D. and it really only took 3D off 3D animation what was yeah, it was I it, guess called it, it was called 3D CG, at the time CG but they were all sort of 3D CGI, yeah. um, computer generated. The, the um, I feel like it really Shrek. it gained traction. Yeah, in two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, there was almost um, like a Pixar DreamWorks off. And then uh, you know, then that was you know, the staple of the noughties, which yeah. was Pixar films. Pixar films and and 
DreamWorks. <laughs> you know, like there was some and, DreamWorks, and DreamWorks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was but Pixar, it, was Pixar. it was Pixar, Disney, Pixar animation. Was, oh, and it DreamWorks. was like it was generally like it was you. I remember you guys said it on the Pixar um, podcast. Like it was a th- it was a thing. Every couple of years, there was a Pixar film yeah. coming out, and it was like the new Pixar. Completely, none of them related to each other. Completely random story, but you were just mm. so excited about it because it really went through a period where they couldn't they get it couldn't, wrong. They couldn't buy a loss, no, to save their lives. Yeah, yeah. They, each and every film was a complete banger. It was like it's almost like the the good version of whatever too big to fail is. Yeah, I don't know what the good version of that is. Just big, <laughs> just too talented to fail. too talented to like like the right amount of talented that it won't fail. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there was that, and but, then uh, that led into. And then very much the Pixar thing led into the superhero. Yeah. And then that was a period where a superhero film would come out, or Marvel would come out, very much that would say superhero, Marvel era, yeah. couldn't get it wrong. No wonder Disney owned everything now. They had two eras back to back. Three, in a sense, <laughs> if you include in the 90s. They've been killing it for the last 40 years. To transition this back into uh, relevancy, you know, being on the topic of Marvel and superhero films... I think the first one we're going to be reviewing this year, um, even though we're already into February, after a long hiatus. Long hiatus. Because we are finally back. We're back. Yeah. This is it. Um, uh, I've got a couple of episodes uh, that are going to be released um, pretty much straight after this. Retrospectively. Yeah, retrospectively. Um, There's a bit of a summer rewind from having two films. One I really liked. Yeah. And one on long reflection. You know, this is not the reason why we stopped doing the podcast, but it, it, to be fair, it was quite close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one I absolutely hate now. You hate it? Yeah. That being Elvis, which I loved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Thor Love and Thunder, mm-hmm. which I can't You stand. hate? Yeah. I don't hate. I watched it and I felt exactly the same way as I did. It yeah, was. No, it's just. It didn't grow, it didn't shrink, but it was never that big in the first place. It was just a funny movie. <coughs> but, yeah. In uh, in previous episodes, I think I've kind of beaten this horse to death, um, where I can see the good in filmmaking. And, like, there's hundreds... These days, it's tens of thousands of people doing, uh, doing a job. Yeah. <coughs> we appreciate and, um, you. Literally, um, now, with uh, Thor, Love and Thunder... Um, I don't think I can really mention that again because it's just, it's, there's no, except for Christian Bale, there's no redeeming factors. No. Um, he's in it far too, in, he's in it far too infrequently. Yeah. Um, and he's misutilized. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it is just, is, is is just like isn't Thor dumb? Just phoning it in. Isn't Thor That's dumb? That's insane. He's suddenly dumb now. Yeah. He's all of a sudden dumb, and like to the point where like so. There's a fan theory, and the idea yeah. is that we are watching Ragnarok is someone telling the story, but this is him. This is Korg telling the story. So we're watching yeah. the. I'm like, no, don't try and explain it with theory. It's fucking yeah. garbage. That yeah. makes no sense. I think he's dumb now. Thor's dumb. Thor's dumb and incredibly arrogant. Has had no character growth since Endgame. Apparently. I think. Well, he's um, retracted. I think the uh, what the, f- the fact that you have to then t- kind of explain it. Yeah. Uh, Korg n- doing a bit of narration, doing a bit of funny, was one of the best things about Ragnarok. Yeah. But has now 
become one of the worst things about the MCU yeah. or, or the Thor movies. As it's MC again. If you've, this is the one I've used to death. I don't know if I've used it. Every time something good happens in Marvel, every time a director comes in and does something creative and different and good, they then go. The next guy comes along, and they're like, "Okay, you do your vision, but it has to have this yeah. and this." So James Gunn came along, changed the game completely. Literally, like Guardians. Literally, like, he's like took a team that aren't even villains in the comic book. But he's like, I don't think he knew he was going to get Suicide Squad eventually. So he's like, this is my Suicide Squad. Yeah. Let's go. Brilliant. Soundtrack, insane. Everyone, I remember all the people doing was talking about the soundtrack. And it is brilliant. Characters, really compelling and fun. And they're not like your average heroes. And it's the first time you've had like, like they're not your average heroes. And by the end of it, you're still like, they're still not that great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like they become heroic in their journey between the three films, to be fair. Or two films so far. Hmm. Um but it is still very much like this is they're still villain like they're not if they broke a law they're it not, wouldn't be yeah they're not they're not uh, it's not out of character anymore they haven't gone through a total redemption no exactly you know? these guys are these guys are they're not bad guys but yeah. they're not heroes yet they're not yeah. but it's like that and it's like brilliant nailed it okay cool so that's what people want and then since then always a soundtrack always a soundtrack from a certain era or it would be anywhere from the eighties and nineties. Uh, generally, like popular popular songs of the eighties and nineties inserted here with some uh, quip. The quip has got out of hand. Yeah, like the quip in Marvel, and we've said this plenty of times. Is is literally like we need to murder the quip. Yeah, the quip needs ending. Like it needs someone needs to go in and and surgically remove the quip. I feel but like you do, uh... there wouldn't be enough of Marvel left. There's um, you've you, you you can have the 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 writer in which you want for this project, um, but then a script surgeon, which is actually a term, is going to come in and gut the share of it because yeah. there's far too much quipping. Quite going much but by the time he's done quipping it, there's nothing left. Do you mean, it's do you mean quip. S- clipping it? Clipping the quip. Clipping and snipping <laughs> the quipping. Sniffing and sniffing and clipping the quip. Yeah, there'll be nothing left. Because yeah. it's all quip. It's all quip. Like, oh, this really dark, emotional, like real scene. Mm. This is that was that was good. Like we saw the the range of the actor. No, 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 no. no. S- scrap that. I've got a hundred and forty minutes of of an origin story that is just all quip. All quip. It's like, so yeah. Oh my god. We can get rid it's of like, that. Even even they even no way home, which is the only oasis in the plethora of what Marvel has been recently arguing no, even even Loki then it's only the last only the last 30 minutes yeah last 30 minutes but even in that 30 minutes they do it because you have the brilliant bit Aunt May dies the scene that follows unbelievably well acted powerful scene the meeting of the the court of the Spider-Men brilliant scene mm. the next scene he just seems over it yep there's a bit where she asks, are you okay? And it's not even like, I don't even see a reaction of like a holds back anger in the way Spider-Man does. I don't feel like it's just like, no, yeah, I'm fine. It's cool. And it's like, and then they Your do, and then they, it's all jokes. And I'm yeah. like, uh. <laughs> like oh, yeah, just twitching. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And then he loses it again, which is great against just Goblin. Brilliant your, fight against your eyes again. Twitch, your eyes twitching. It's, it's like, he's again, just he gone loses, back to he normal. Loses he loses it against Goblin, all that sort of thing. Stops a really like beautiful way. Toby gets stabbed. They quip about him getting stabbed. This powerful moment where oh. we thought one of them had died and he isn't. Should have died. It then followed. He should have died. Yeah. 
there's then followed up with her like you're in a lot of pain, aren't you? It's like he got like it's your stabbed about the the dark the the emotionals. It's just yeah. not everything needs. I'm I am very much a guy that deals with tragedy and humor. Yeah. Like I, that's my whole thing. That's my go-to. I find it the the, the most unawkward thing to do. But <laughs> it's too much. Sometimes you just don't quip. <laughs> Right, and, uh, and 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 it was it was uh, James Gunn is James. Do you know what? It's fitting that he's called James Gunn because right. the guy who invented the gun brought something into the had original intentions. Yeah, his original intentions was using this weapon that's easy for people to use. Where's this going? Just to show you, the guy that mentioned the gun didn't realize what he was unleashing upon the world when he did so. Right, and James Gunn <laughs> done the same thing with Marvel. He made this thing that he thought would be really good, new and interesting, and it was. And then it just got like there was it loads something so much worse. There was loads of quipping it ruined before everything. That. No, there was, was there quipping before him in Iron Man in every Marvel film? Junior, right? This isn't the Marvel podcast, so I'm just going to so, yeah. go back to back on track. Let's yep. talk about a few films we watched in 2022. Now I've got a list. Okay, of- cool. Of films that I have actually seen. That you've which, seen. Okay. Which I couldn't remember until I, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that one. Go through to them and I'll tell you I've seen them as well. Well, you're, I I think you've probably seen maybe one. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's good stuff. So, I've got some series, but yeah. So I got, actually, I'll start with ones that I have yet to watch, but we'll okay. get to. Yeah. Um, so coming up soon, we, we said we're going to do Ant-Man uh, yes. Quantumania. But yes. we're also going to talk about Black Panther. Yes. Wakanda forever. Haven't seen it, but yes. Going to do, do a going to do a double header uh, in February uh, on the release for that one. Yeah. Um, just so we can connect the last of the MCU films, just to the newest one. The newest one um, yeah. So I haven't seen that one. Um, I haven't seen uh, everything everywhere all at once. No, which I really want to though. Um, obviously, is get, getting mad. Well, not of time of recording because you know it came out ages ago. Yeah, I know. But yeah. It, um, late summer, um, a lot of people were like, "Well, this is the uh, multiverse movie that Multiverse of Madness should have been." Right. Um, because it's uh, it's just better. it's just well it's well written, just well written. Um, I mean, it's look, won lots of awards and uh, for not only the writing but the directing and acting. So. Yeah. Uh, so there's that one I haven't seen, um, the Banshees of Inishirin, which is uh, the director of uh, In Bruges, teaming up, back up with Colin Farrell and uh, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, yeah. One film I wanted to watch, um, and I'm not like a massive horror fan, is Smile. No. Uh, kind of freaky, really wanted to see yeah, it. Yeah, that's why no. Um, I don't need that in my imagination uh, bank, to be honest. Imagination I don't bank, need my, that, that, also known as the brain. No, no. My, my imagination bank is that bit between when you're going to sleep and you're awake and right. suddenly the gates of your imagination open and right. anything that you would normally know isn't real yeah. can become real. Cool. I don't need smile in there. Let's go into what I have seen. Um I've seen the menu with Ralph Fiennes and uh, Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor Joy. Oh yes, yes, I've seen that come out. Is that good? Very good. Okay. Um, I, I, I think you should. I mean, it's not something I'd say you're you'd go for. Yeah. But it's just a nice, well-contained film. Cool. Doesn't have to be like huge. No, no, no. There's no, only no. a couple I like of these little ones. There's only a couple of sets, and it's it's very much about the characters. Cool. I like that. Um, it's a it's a thrill. Enough of those, and is it's it an original horror-y? story? Yes, it's not no like pre-existing text. No, 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 no amazing. No, no. So um, you don't need to, um, you know, it's it's just a it's it's a thriller, but it's not like a horror. 
Um, again, it's just a good story. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Very poignant. Um, if okay. you, you think about it, you're like, oh, that's got some subtext. It's talking about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else have I seen? Uh, I have seen a bullet train. Yeah. I, I mentioned that just before the podcast. Yeah. Um, I was very adamant that I wasn't really bothered about doing one. Um, and I, I basically am an idiot because it was, I, I thought it was good. It was good, yeah. Um, not, not great, but I thought it was well worth a watch. Yeah, I thought um, it was better than you thought it was going to be. Uh, oh, another film I haven't seen, Black Adam. Didn't bother. Didn't bother. Um, no because, interest. Uh, film I have seen, like I'm flip flopping now. He very much overhyped it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't trust him anymore. Also, yeah, oh god, I, I haven't been trusting him for years. But yeah. the um, films I have seen, Prey. You know the the Predator, right? Yes, uh, on Disney Plus. Uh, that was good. Cool. Again, self-contained. Even though it's Predator, you might think, "Oh, will like I've had to watch any more?" No, not really. Should be. They should be though. The nature of those movies should be. I think um, it's just a good. It's a good film because it's detached from the rest. Yeah. Okay. You don't really need to. But that's what a Predator film should be. Hmm. Like they're all detached. That's the point. They don't have this. This joining. Not everything needs to be connected. There's a what was the film? There was another film that came out that was completely original. I can't remember what it was. It was amazing. Um, another film I have seen, uh, the All Quiet on the Western Front retelling that is on Netflix. It was a great film, a classic novel. Um, really good, really brutal. Um, I don't recommend seeing it if you're squeamish. Um, because there's lots of gore, as you would expect in a war film. Yes. Um, set in World War One, and filmed in 2022 or 2021, where, you know, directors don't give a fuck about, um, you know, holding back. Um, they're more just like, oh, the horrors of war have been unleashed since Saving Private Ryan, so we've got we, up the ante. It's a war movie now. Yeah, we're expected to... To be we fair, want, we expected to make veterans walk out. That's like the goal now. To be fair, uh, the... Um, uh, the subject matter is hard, and the um, it's like an anti-war film. So it's like it's supposed to be. It's like Hacksaw Ridge. It's right. like it's not. I know Hacksaw Ridge had a main protagonist where you were like, well, he's heroic, yeah. but it's pretty much an anti-war film because he's a he's um oh, what what do you call it? He's a pacifist, isn't? Oh, okay. he? Doesn't have a weapon. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's very much in the same vein of like, it's not promoting war. It's showing you the horrors. Um, even though a few shots, I was a bit like, mm, that's a bit, it's a bit too heroic. Anyway, great film. Uh, See how they run, which is a. Uh, oh, I need to watch. There's so many. Like these are all on this. I just haven't watched them. And it's annoying which, me. Which is a film, a murder mystery. Yeah. Based around the mousetrap. Which I actually saw the day before going to see the mousetrap at the West End. Oh, okay. And I didn't even realise. Oh, okay. Um, so you kind of saw them in the, in the weird order. Saw them in the weird order. Yeah. Uh, but it worked out. Um, where the Crawdads Sing, which is a book um, where I went to see a film. I didn't, I didn't go to a theatre to see a book, but yeah, it, yeah. it's based on a book. Um, that was okay. It was good. Um, for uh, it's just a drama. Um, oh, okay. So it's about a girl who gets abandoned in the in the swamp, and basically everyone in the town is like, "Ooh, swamp girl," 
Um, anyway. <laughs> Swamp Girl. Yeah, that's that's like I mean that's not the blurb. <laughs> Swamp Girl. That's not the official. Yeah. It's not the official blurb, but. Um, Oh, I, I, think I, we saw, I think we might have saw the trailer for it or something. Uh, I saw the Uncharted film at the beginning of the year. Oh, God. And it's yeah. trash. We saw that. It's terrible. It's absolute garbage. Uh, I love Tom Holland. We don't need to cast him in everything. No. I don't like this. I don't like this popular cast, a popular actor mm. in things because they're a popular actor, which is happening a lot, a lot more and more, and it's becoming a problem. I also, I also saw Nope. Oh, um, which is a Jordan Peele uh, joint. Um, the most relatable uh, horror for me ever, I think, because that's literally my reaction to all horrors. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, gotta say, I watched it in like two parts. I've not seen it, so I know I won't relate to it. I've just realised that, heard that in my head. Yeah, but I, I saw mean... it in two parts. I liked the, um, I liked the overall idea of it. I just think the execution wasn't as good as people make out. Okay. Um, it's a high bar. It's a very high bar. We've get out. Um, is it guess how it is? Get again, out. films that I haven't seen that I do want to see is The Northman. Yeah, I want to see that. Um, again, yeah. So I, I did actually see quite a bit. There's still quite have you a lot. Seen, did you see? So I haven't seen the original Knives Out, but have you seen Glass Onion? No, I've seen Knives Out. Did you like Knives Out? I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, I didn't think. Again, I think it was a little bit overhyped. And uh, spoilers for. Uh, you haven't seen it. I've not seen the original. Okay, then I won't. I won't. We won't talk. We'll get to. We'll get to do a podcast, and we'll do both. Okay, cool. So I've uh, seen the second one. And okay. Again, you don't need to see. And the, I haven't seen the second. No, but and they're, but they're doing a whole like Poirot thing where they're same detective, different mm. story. So you don't really need to see one, see the other. I enjoyed mm. it. So I okay. like the vibe. So I'm happy to watch the first one. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll get. We'll get to the 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 Knives Out movies, 2023. Um, another film I haven't seen. Um, I've, so I've just looked. I've just done the same as what you've done. I yeah. looked through the list. I have been absolutely awful this year and seen nothing really that came <laughs> out last year. Um, I saw a couple of things and that's it. One, the thing I, I can remember the thing now that was original story. Um, and I mentioned to you earlier on Disney Plus. It's called The Princess. I've literally just uh, came across it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, self-contained very much just a martial arts action movie kind of thing like that it's basically the best way to describe it is die hard meets damsel in distress mm. uh, but those two ideas put together and it's uh but it's also kind of like got the dread element of you know uh, or i suppose the martial arts movie that dread was sort of based on it's a tower and it's her working way her way down the tower oh, okay it's that thing really easy simple story but it's just a brilliant action movie and no pre-existing text. The princess, uh, who the, the main character is Joey King, who plays a character called the Prince in Bullet Train. Ah, confusing, confusing. But mm. don't get him confused. Weird kind of typecasting where your characters are not related, but the names are. Yeah, and she's kind of badass. In I kind of wanted her next to be something like the King, the Queen, or the Jack. In mm. she's got to be called oh, Jack in her next yeah, thing or something like that. Yeah, so that's yeah. her typecasting. Different characters, they all relate to the. It cast. doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> it, any sense. It, it does in our head. It's fine. <laughs> so those are the films. I feel like she's a bit of an upper cover as well. I think she I'm is. Joking. Yeah, she'll be. We'll see in a lot of her. Those are the films but, that um, we've kind of we see we saw last year, but just didn't really warrant a whole podcast no well um, you saw last year well yeah I, i've, I've seen explained. fuck all <laughs> turns out i've spent this whole year in a nostalgic bubble re-watching um, shit yeah but a lot of people have yeah I, I know a lot of people who are just we're at that point now where there are one or two 
series that people are like, oh, I'm watching this now, which is really good. Mm. Uh, for example, a lot of people watch like Ozark or like, you know, watch Ozark, everyone's watching. Do you know, know the one I keep hearing at the moment? And it's not relevant or new at all. Criminal Minds. Yeah. Everyone's fucking going mental about rewatching Criminal Minds. Yeah, why and 2023? I don't think anyone watched it when it was out. No. But everyone's going mental about Criminal Minds. I'm like, okay. What's that about? Yeah. It's, I mean, it, I remember watching it. That's the guy with the blonde detective, right? No, no that's... Is that the right one with the psychic? And he's like, I don't know. Are you, are you thinking about the mentalist? The master mentalist, yeah. But I don't know. Criminal Minds is like... I know there's... I I, there's two, I, I get them all mixed up, to be honest. There's, there's, there was an error <laughs> yeah, of no. just like... It was like uh, after CGI, uh, CSI and... Uh, NCIS. It was just like this, like detective teams. Yeah, <laughs> like detective teams with uh, characters with one tangible quirk. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, it. Was basically that, and because it like, was and because it was the early two thousands. I mean, Criminal Minds came out in two thousand and five. Yeah, one of those quirks might just be like they're not white. <laughs> it's just like right, okay. Or- they're autistic, yeah, but we don't know what it is yet. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to mention it ever. Because... Well, we're not 100% sure what it is yet. We know there's this... Quir- there's, but, I mean, we're not, it's not like quirky detectives is the new thing. You, you can't be a famous detective without having a quirk. Yeah, That's just, like, insane. But how, would you, how would you pitch a TV show? Like, how do you, like... Yeah. It's a detective, but he's... Yeah. What, like, what? It's just... So what's his quirk? No, no, he's just really good he's at his job. He's really good at his job. So that's his quirk. No, no, he doesn't have a quirk. He's a, he just, he's a normal he's just person. A detective. He just... It's a documentary. No, it's a TV show. Well, I don't get it at all. Uh, and know. I love it. And I, No, I want you to get the fuck out of my office. Um, so, yeah. It got so bad that a, a genuine... And honestly, it's a detective... Well, it turns into not one, but a de- genuinely a detective show. Lucifer is a detective show. Right. Because it got to a point where they're like... Oh, I don't know. It's a detective, and because the whole like detective companion thing became a thing. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's because of Castle, but Castle and like, oh, he's a writer, but he writes crime novels, so he definitely God will be sick. useful. It's the whole like Sherlock Holmes thing gone too far because Sherlock's not a detective. Yeah. He is a detective, but he's not an official police officer. No. He is a very smart guy that helps the police. Just about, just yeah. about plausible, but he's an individual, mm. and it's an olden time as well and he's got forward ideas it just about translates and there they're like Castle he's a writer he writes crime novels so he must be able to help an actual detective and it just exploded and it got to a point they were like "Uh, so you've got a detective and she's really good at her job and she's a good detective but uh, she's her partner's the devil (laughs) he's like what I love Lucifer watch finished it off last year I suppose that's something I watched last year I think the last season came out last year. Of course, she did. Got really good, like, like last year. But it stopped being a detective show once it got to Netflix. Of course, she did. Got a bit better. Of course, of course, you watched it because you're in the bubble of nostalgia and you were just going <laughs> yeah. around in circles, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people are finishing off, me, finishing me off shows, finishing off shows. I did yeah. a lot of this year. Oh, I, I still some I haven't finished, but I spent a lot this year. Like I haven't watched that in about a year, and I'm there's about three seasons that I need to get through now. There's a lot of that, but actual watching stuff that came out. Oh, God forbid, no. I haven't been cinema since uh, the summer. Yeah. And there's been some... The irony is we went all of the summer going cinema and there's been some really good releases. There's been some really good And we just didn't bother because it wasn't like a... We didn't... We, we kind of get caught up in it. So to break out of the nostalgia bubble, yeah. we're going to try and see more films. Try and, and see more pe- films And as people year. who have a film podcast who have studied film. I think we should do that. We should do that. I'm not going to go as far. I never, ever want to be one of these people that looks at the Oscar list and goes, I need to watch those. No. Just have no interest in those movies. I do, however, 
I'm going to pay attention to films like Everywhere uh, and Nowhere at Once, The Whale. Yes, yeah, yeah. Just because Scott's Port, the the Renaissance is here. The Renaissance. That is that is something very much look forward to. I hope is more than just a 2023 anticipation. Yeah. The return of Brendan Fraser. Where have you been? We love you. Yeah. And he seems so surprised by it. I know. I love him. He was. Uh, He's just so surprised how love how much love there is for him. Was it you? Was it in the group that I sent the uh, video of him uh, appearing at the Prince Charles? For the mummy screening, no. So he he was actually there for you know the Prince Charles in Leicester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally right he, he was there. Um, I think it was two weeks ago, two yeah. or three weeks ago. Um, because they had a re showing, a thirty five millimeter showing of the mummy. Yeah, they do Lord um, of the Rings a few weeks they, back. They do, they do it all the time. We've got to pay they have a bit of a circuit, We've got to keep yeah. an eye on that the cinema actually. That's the point. Yeah, I'd, see, I'd rather do that more than going to the cinema to see some of the things that I know we're going to have to review. Yeah, yeah. Um. But uh, to so to to jump out of the nostalgia yeah. bubble. Well, we'll jump back into it a bit with him talking about he went to this mummy. He yeah, he to went the to the mummy uh, screening and he was there and like no one knew yeah. except for obviously the organisers. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, it was just the reaction. He got a standing ovation. It didn't even really, you know. Well, no, no, he was there. No, but... no, no, no one. So they, whoever bought tickets, yeah, they were just going to see the film. Did they give a standing ovation to the film? To, no, to him. Came out. Yeah, when he came out. Right, okay. I was going to say, that's a bit... That would I mean, it's so a good cool. film, but... But yeah, like, I was like, that'd be so bizarre if that's what he turns up to. Bit, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. Uh, even though, yeah, so brilliant. There's those, have you seen those interview things with the where they get the actors? I've seen a Mike Myers and him one where they go over their old movies and them talking about them at the yeah. time. His one's brilliant. It's just him, like... he took like, My example I always tell people is he talks positively about mm. The Mummy 3. Yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't really... slag it off, and even at the end of it, they're like, "Would you do another?" He's like, "Would I do another mummy, mummy movie?" He's like, "Yeah, give me a good script." Yeah, he's just a nice guy. I don't know, about and he that. takes his comedy like... seriously. Yeah, this is the thing he describes. Though he doesn't think he's funny. The jokes are there on the yeah. page. He will do the jokes that he will take any writing in front of him seriously. And if it's a if it's slapstick, it's slapstick. But he takes it seriously, and I think that's what works. Mm. It's like it's just he delivers every time. But yeah. Uh... Renaissance, let's bring it. Uh, the Renaissance well uh, is is underway. I think is probably yeah. the, the best. But I do. The Whale is on the list of things I need to definitely see. I wouldn't normally watch a movie like that, to be honest. I'm not really all about the real life stories sort of things or real tight kind of bases of stories because a lot of time when I'm watching these movies, I just want to escape this world. But um, I'm all for it. So we're going to talk about uh, Ant Man: Quantum Mania. This month, so we're going to be yes. reviewing it. Literally in a few weeks, right? So let's not let's skip past that. Um, we're going to see it. We're, what are our feelings on it? I'm well. Uh, you're I've, more optimistic than I am. I know, which is mental. I'm, I'm a massive Paul Rudd fan. Um, I feel like as the course over the course of these podcasts, yeah. I was the positive one and really nice and right. like really gave people a chance. Uh, you were obviously we always said you were the brain and logical and I don't Harry think was br- the, I don't think brain. I feel like I was just the, the level headed one. Yeah. Like and, and 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 Harry was like the grumpy old man sort of part aspect. Very much. But and then together you two were kind of grumpy, the grumpy, grumpy old man. I feel like I've slowly become a grumpy old man <laughs> over the course of it. I can't just enjoy films. We've anymore. I've turned. We've turned you. I, I've, my brain is so critical now that mm. films I think I maybe would have not enjoyed a good. I can still <laughs> if a film's good not and enjoyed. simple. Yeah. I can still enjoy it if it's a good. If it's good for what it is, I can still enjoy it. But if something is just garbage now, whereas before I'd have gone, oh, that's kind of, I'm just like, this is garbage. 
Right, and, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking of doing a little competition. Okay. So I'm going to put two two films against each other. We're going to have a little bracket, okay. and we have a couple of films on one side, maybe like four or eight. Okay. Then we have four or eight on the other side. Okay. And we'll see which is the most anticipated, our most anticipated film for 2023. Okay. Thoughts? Cool. Okay. Lovely. First films, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and Dune Part 2. Ooh. Which is going to be which? No, no. I'll just say, which are you more anticipated? Uh, oh. Which are you looking forward to the most? Or looking forward to seeing or looking forward to knowing about what's going I, on? So both of them very high anyway. Yeah. Dune is very much the latest epic in about 20 years. Yeah. Since Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It feels like. It feels Lord of the Rings. It's very... Not, it's, it's never going to... Nothing's ever going to be Lord of the Rings. But it feels yeah. that energy. It's got that energy to it. it does. But Spider-Verse is just so good mm. and i can't see those guys seem to knock it out of the park every time they're so reliable i still trust them that they do their own thing yeah whereas june still feels like it's dangerously in that area of where a producer but the production company can decide what happens i feel like uh dune having uh denis villeneuve out at the helm Someone who has uh, created a kind of, he's kind of created his own niche of, you know what to kind of expect from his films. Yeah. Only kind of really tonally. And then the rest is kind of like, you're in for a, a ride. Okay. You okay. Know? So, so obviously he did um, Arrival and he did um, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so you can kind of get a sense of his films from watching them. They're like they're it's quite, quite kind of serious in tone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're they're just they're grand looking epics, you know. Yeah. Even Arrival, which is just uh, aliens come to Earth, mm. um, so like some of the cinematography for that film is like it doesn't need to necessarily be that great, but it is yeah. it's just fantastic, yeah, yeah. And obviously, Dune was amazing to look at, yeah, and uh, it was a great film. We re- really enjoyed it, and it was a great film. So. You know, I feel like, yes, you might think the studio may have, well, they always have yeah, yeah. final input, really, yeah. unless it's a Tarantino movie. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I believe you're right. But I believe Sony would have more, uh, more, more tighter grip, not a really tight grip, but mm-hmm. a tighter grip on Spider-Man yeah. on whatever platform that is, yeah, be it yeah. animation or live action. Um, than Denis Villeneuve would have oh, okay. with a second part of a film series that has already been so globally mm. um, accepted as a great movie. I mean, that doesn't we know for a fact that isn't Spider-Man. The, the original Spider-Man trilogy is the the third one is two really successful movies and then a production company going. Oh no, we know. What we're oh doing. yeah, well you know, yeah we know it. Yeah, so we've already got previous. So we know it can happen. Yes, egregiences. But no, okay, fair enough. I think maybe because it's for me as well because it's Spider-Man's going to swing it. Um, and to be honest, I've been looking forward to the next um, uh, Spider-Verse movie and thinking about that. I almost forgot about June mm. until you it was mentioned so i think yeah I, I, that's that's my determined thing so i'm more spider-verse than june okay what about you uh i also i'm gonna go for spider-man yeah as much as i loved dune 
Dune. Um, I'm basically biased. Yeah. Because Joe and I have met Lord and Miller. So. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Friends of the channel. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> friends. So. That counts. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dune. As you can pump as much money into it as you want, you can you can for part two you can cast whoever you want as uh, Paul's sister. Um, I think they're gonna probably go with. Oh, is that a big character in it? Yeah, I think they're gonna go with Florence Pugh. So um, because she's everywhere. Another film I've seen last year. Really just good, to go back but... for like two seconds. Don't worry, darling. Also, don't worry about it. Don't go. Don't worry about going to see it because yeah. of shit. Yeah. So, um, which just there seems to be this thing that in particular was weird because they they done what's the good movie? There's a good, almost like, uh, um, Midsummer. Yeah. Oh, well, that's yeah, it's good. Really movie, good. Yeah. That's her, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a cult kind of like weird society cult film. Yeah. And then they've gone. Oh, we've got one here. Just say oh, in the fifties instead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually just garbage. Yeah, it's just yeah, garbage. Cool. Um. Anyway, that was a sidetrack. Uh. So we're going for across the Spider Verse, which yeah. I can't wait for. Um. That podcast is going to be great as well. Because yeah. We get, you know, we'll, that'll be a day one going to see that. And then... Maybe do a bit of a spectacle. Maybe do a bit of a similar thing we did before. I think we are Spider-Man. saving. We. Uh, I don't think we've actually talked about the uh, Into the Spider Verse because we were saving it for. Because um, we were going to do it at uh, the end of Spider-Man last year, one, but we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Uh, No Way Home, but Very we true. ended up just having to cut it for time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, we'll be talking and about Into the Spider Verse. Well. Yeah, Into yeah. the Spider Verse and Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, coming at the end of the year. Yeah. Um. So that's one matchup. <laughs> the next matchup is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Or Cocaine Bear. Right, so Cocaine Bear. I literally, I have no knowledge of this yeah. until today. Yeah. I've seen nothing of it. I just saw a clip with my phone on silent. The, the What is it? The the um, the um Is it a comedy? Just because obviously this is an audio. It's got to be a comedy. It's right? got to be. Or a horror? No, no. Inspired by true events. Obviously, no. you know that means it, it's not. What, really. the, a bear got cocaine and no. That's not a movie. That's look, a, no. Look, the 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 po- I know this is an audio podcast, but the, the poster, if you Google it, looks like a horror. It, no, no, it's not that. It just looks like the posters for Sin City. It does. Oh, it's exactly the poster from Sin City, but with the writing's been changed to. All I want there. is a Robert Rodriguez directed film, black yeah. and white, with like a little bit of color, like Sin City. I want Sin the bear City. to have a voiceover. Yeah, and it's and Mickey like Rourke. A noir. You know, and like, the bear has a voice. No, it doesn't. Oh. But I'm no, saying yeah, yeah. that, like, because, because it's, like, because it's yeah. I want, I want a noir style voiceover from the bear. Uh, Coke's up bear. I have. It's what, a real thing. You say, what's it about? You what know, is, what, it? is it? Literally, what do you mean? What is but it about? I mean, like, is it a horror? Is it a comedy? Is it what? What is this film? And why is it? Happening? I'll tell you right now, Sam. February twenty fourth. We're gonna find out. <laughs> we're gonna find out. So, okay. Right, so Cocaine Bear or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Well, for me, most anticipated is Guardians of the Galaxy because I don't know what this other film is and only found it earlier today. Right, okay. But... Right, just for... Just but you to... know what? Anticipation-wise now, I guess Cocaine Bear. Yeah, right, okay. Because Guardians, at least I know... I, I, there's always that, like, like, out of doubt. I'm not sure how it's going to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Because of Marvel. So I, have, I am so anticipated for it. I have no idea what this fucking film is. And now I need to see it to find out. So Cocaine Bear. Fair play. 
Um, I'm also going to go KK and Bear because For lack of knowledge. I mean, are we going to go see Guardians? It's fine, but uh, in terms of anticipation, I, we are, I see. I know what to expect. We had the holiday special. Did we watch that? I haven't seen it. No, we've not seen it. You've, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It's good though. Yeah, it's good. Apparently, it's um, good. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, volume three. We're going to go see it. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah. And then I'm sure it'll be really. It's done. It, it, I've still got my faith in James Gunn, so hopefully. I'm sure it'll be um, emotional because you know it's the last, last one. one, and yeah, yeah, and he's good at doing that. He likes to pluck our hearts soon at the moment, and he holds his emotional moments a little bit. The quips are there, but he does hold them. Yeah. End of End of Guardians is still. They don't just do it. They just don't. You know, uh, End of Two with uh, Yandu's like funeral scene yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They don't just end it with a quip. No, no. It. They hold it. That's so, why. That's why it's better. It's less it's, quips. Yeah. In a movie, the guy who introduced the quips, the guy responsible nah, for didn't, the quips, didn't uses them less. The We've already told. Well, he about escalated them. We've already told about. Projectile weapons still existed, but the gun made him change the game. Oh it's god, that analogy. Um, so, two very similar films up next: uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie and Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. <laughs> And I have to choose which one. Yep. Yeah. So. Well. No, I you am... just just most. Which of your which of those are you most looking forward to seeing? <laughs> or. I mean, it's a weird one to look forward to because. I want. It's a weird one to look forward to uh, because often... you know Chris Pratt as Mario is shit. So. I mean, I've seen the trailer for Super Mario and it actually. God. Don't mind it as much because it's the comedy looks on track to what I like, but and they I kind of understand why they don't do the mario voice Mm. um it is famously in a human concept sort of racist but not it's very much joked about being that it's just enough been referenced in a jokey way about it that they're like let's steer clear of that i get that and it does look funny but to say i'm looking forward to elfenheimer is a bit of a weird one yeah um, it, I'm sure it's going to be a great movie. Again, it's not usually the kind of thing I will watch because it's so fucking serious. <laughs> yeah. But it's Christopher Nolan, and I actually on the on the notion of trying to be better at watching things this year, I do want to start watching some more real things. Yeah. Get into the real world a little bit. So I think without a doubt, Oppenheimer is going to be the best movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not that's not in question uh, at yeah, all. Yeah. But personally, looking forward to a bit of enjoyment, Mario. Right. But. Oppenheimer. See, I don't think I don't Chris think Nolan. Chris Pratt is a good choice for Mario, regardless of what. Voice. Chris, it, it does. This is this very much falls into the thing of they've got him because he's big. I'm telling you right now, like it. Um, it could have been other people. You could you can say you can people can say that the the accent or the uh, the character is racist all they want, but if it was a video game character that was um, dressed in Victorian garb. Top hat, tails, and spoke in a uh, in a posh Victorian London accent. No one would give a fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. but because it's not like yeah. you know, because it's a little bit different. You're like, yeah, it's the same. That would be the same level. But I don't. The thing but is, no one cares. But the thing is, but this the whole thing's been blown out of proportion. The whole Mario voice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's actually neutered the character. Yeah. So it's just like, well, then he's just not Mario. So. Yeah, no, it's not. Which, you know, he looks like it because it's easy to CGI a Mario. I've 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 heard a good argument for why they've changed these because I was a bit against Sonic at first because I was a bit like he's not Sonic. 
Mm. He's like a very different Sonic, and they've given this character. And then my mate at work absolutely like blew the argument out of the water, cut me at the knees. It can't be the comic, the characters we know from the video games, like yeah. Mario or Sonic, because there's no character there. Yeah, yeah. The main characters of these games that we used to play. Well, there is. There's more for Mario because there's a lot of games since. He's but been able to speak and have character development. He in doesn't games. really have much, no. He's just Mario. Everyone else is developing around him. Sonic has had little. Sonic, Sonic had that Sonic X series, and in that, because it's a TV series, For kids, again, yeah. he doesn't have to have too much of a personality. No, 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 no. He's just cool, and he's Sonic. Doesn't work for a movie, mm. so I get it why these these characters get rewritten. So that like he, this is a reluctant Mario, and he's mm. a bit more like uh, skeptical. It's like okay, I get that. So he's Luigi yeah um but and they've the whole like pluck out the real world thing and they're definitely doing a multiverse and it looks like they're going to be putting sonic and mario are going to come together at some point because they're both doing multiverses nintendo are starting a nintendo u just watch it's happening well they uh, don't they own them the rights to they them, own so. sonic yes so there'll be a nintendo u yet coming um but <laughs> nintendo u is going to be a thing they both have already they've opened with multiverse they mm. both opened with things going from one world to another um, Sonic was actually quite good um, so Mario I'm kind of holding hope for a little bit as well I agree with the Chris Pratt thing if you if the studio did go do you know what we're not even going to deal with this Italian horse thing let's just cast someone else there are so many voice actors or people that could they got Chris Pratt because he's Chris Pratt it could have just been other people there, there's some, I, I, the, top of the top of my head um, if I was going to cast the kind of humour it is if I was going to cast it, and someone who would probably bounce off Charlie Day quite well as well, is, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick from New Girl. Oh, uh, is it Jake Johnson? Jake Johnson. Oh, him, yeah, that would be great. Brilliant doing those sort of that. He would be brilliant yeah. in that kind of role. Um, or plenty of, again, there's plenty of voice actors that could have just done it, nailed it pretty well. People that jump it that you would have seen on screen and that, but they've got Chris Pratt because he's Chris Pratt. And I think that's going to be their downside. He's fine and that's good, but it's just going to be Ryan Reynolds' voice in Pikachu. Yeah. Where it's Pikachu, Detective Pikachu is a great movie, mm. but it mainly movie. works. But it's a good, no, it's a great movie. That's I still, good, I still hold up. Movie. I still really enjoy it. But it is very much like Ryan Reynolds. It, it's not Pikachu as we know it. It's Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. So it's, and, and I think Chris Pratt is falling into that boat a little bit. But at least in Detective Pikachu, there was a reason why it wasn't, Oh no no yeah they explained it well. This is why I don't understand if they do another one because that's supposed to be happening soon. Yeah. But um yeah no so... I don't. So Chris Pratt is casting a bit. I'm not. So it's Oppenheimer. So it's Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> so we talked so lo- so long about Super hey, Mario. It ain't our podcast. It ain't a tangent. That's yeah, true. So Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, so most of our content is tangents. Next one. That's true. Um, is two films which have got. Little asterisks is next to them for two totally different reasons. Okay. The first one is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Okay. AKA Aquaman, Aquaman 2. 2. And the uh, next one, now I'm going to have to be very careful with this, is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. AKA, I think, unless I was having a lucid dream where there was already one, is Indiana Jones 4. 5. Unless I was having a lucid dream <laughs> where there was another one. Yeah. So it's Indiana Jones. Four. 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 Because we all had that really weird joint dream. Around 2007, 2008. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So. Where there were aliens? Never. I can't remember. I don't understand. Can't remember. It was a dream. I forget it. All I can, all I can picture is Kate, Kate Blanchard with a fringe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
what what's uh so you're going Indiana Jones four point five or um Aquaman two point Um Well after the James Gunn thing, who knows? It might be the end of the superhero thing anyway. Uh those ones are hard to be and uh, anticipation is the wrong word for either of those movies. I am <laughs> I I suppose I'm anticipating them, but it's more like I'm anticipating whether I'm going to be expectedly disappointed or maybe not. Mm. So I don't know. Um, let's say Indiana Jones, just because it would be a fucking, it would just be such an out there thing if it turned out to be this amazing movie. Yes. And one thing that gets me slightly, gets me slightly, um, it gets me torn between uh, the the Indiana Jones situation, is that it's Indiana Jones four, maybe five, yeah. Uh, but it's also directed by James Mangold, who did Logan. So ah. and he's he's got a good good track record. Okay, good enough track record. Good enough track record for me to to give the the smallest and I mean smallest yeah benefit of the doubt. And also, I think the podcast talking about the original trilogy and then the Fever Dream and then the subsequent Indiana Jones. Oh, we are going to mention the dream? Going to have to, I think. I don't think so. Right, okay, we can just ignore it. So ignore dreams all the time in the old days. (laughs) uh, So it's given me a a little bit of... um, I don't want to give you the platform. I just yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to doing the podcast. I'm obviously oh, okay. looking so forward things to around it are sort of looking you forward yeah, to it as well. And then as soon as it's really bad, I'm really going to enjoy going for the throat. Yeah, and yeah just, just go and just going very much uh, Jurassic World. Um, yeah, yeah. They dominion. are fun. The, the, this is the this is the sort of like I suppose this is the the positive that yeah. this brings us now. Like is if the, something is, is the post, so bad, is the post film group therapy. We just. It's and it just brings us so much joy. Like mm. it is a weird, weird. It's a weird release of that serotonin of just. It's all coming from a negative place, mm. but so much like joy, mm. kind of just really going in on a film that yeah. fucking deserves it. That does deserve it, and like because they do spend a lot of money, and for them to fuck it up is like, like seriously, come guys, on. come on. How anyway. are you that out of touch? So we're looking forward to. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. I'm just going to call it. I'm going to call it Indiana Jones Dodd. Dial of Destiny. Okay. Or um, so yeah. I mean, Aquaman. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to recast um, Amber Heard with Amelia Clark. Oh, are they actually doing that? I think so. I think that's why it's not already out. Oh, okay. I thought they were just cutting her out. It's quite. I think I'm up pretty, for that. She's pretty integral. You know, it's quite hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think no one's going to complain when they see Amelia Clark instead of on like Absolutely Amelia Clark not. is like the anti Amber Heard. Yeah, she it's like the most positive person mm. replacing one very, of the most negative. Very like not someone I would associate with when thinking of like Hollywood. She's very much like yeah, homely English actress. Yeah, very much the antithesis of. Hollywood actress Amber Heard. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, the less said about Aquaman two. Yeah. Uh, the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, and we'll uh, see how that goes. By that point, we'll be three. 
a couple of animated series and potentially three DC movies in. So we'll very much have a, an idea but as it builds to that anyway. Good God. Um, so that's one side of the bracket, like a tournament bracket. So we've got on that side, we've got uh, Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Uh, we've also got uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and Oppenheimer okay. as four hotly anticipated films. Okay. Are you ready for the next eight? Yeah. And yeah. then what we'll do is we'll have a battle royal, four versus four, and then we'll have the two most anticipated. Okay. We'll see which and one is the Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to throw the next two out there. Okay. Uh, let's go for Fast and Furious 10. Okay. And uh, the Barbie movie. Barbie movie, hands down. Yeah. Genuinely actually quite excited about it. Yeah. It, uh, it's Margot Robbie... We know that she's famous. I like Margot Robbie. I'm not. I feel like she's getting close to that in everything sort of thing. But she's doing no. her own projects, yeah. which I like. She's gone. She's gone straight into the right. Right, cool. I'm popular. Brilliant. Hmm. Here's my vision. Uh, my, uh, Harley Quinn got better as soon as Margot Robbie took the reins. That's why uh, everything from Birds of Prey onwards is good. Essentially, right. Um, so it wasn't very much it's famously it was uh, in the first in that in first Suicide Squad movie The Other Dream Um, (laughs) no we can't even deny that one that happened and we let it happen Um, yeah it was very much she was being directed uh, hence the daddy little monster and looking nothing like Harley Quinn and just being hot chick and thingy yeah but acting her ass off she did really well Uh, Birds of Prey it was her movie like she produced it I think uh, she very much, but she very, pretty much she took the reins of Harley Quinn after that. It became her creative thing. Even in even in the she very much, and that's why it gets better. Um, she's done a few things and she's quite good. Uh, Barbie is her project. Like uh, my brother worked on it, and she was actually one of the producers coming around, okaying the sets and stuff. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. This is how he got. He he didn't meet her. His mate did. But um, yeah, she just he said there was just this this, this girl in a choke a coach, just sort of like. This, it was quite cold that day. Overcoat kind of just sort of like showed up. It was like checking things off and then turns out it was Margot Robbie. Um, so yeah, so I'm looking to that because I think she seems like she can make good movies and it's an interesting concept, which I still don't know enough about that it's still anticipating. Uh, and what was the other one? Uh, Fast and Furious Fast 10. Fast and Furious 10. Um... I mean, it's a Fast and Furious movie. I don't think I'm up to... I think I've missed the last two. Fast and Furious te- 10. Official title, Fast X. Because, yeah. I mean, I feel like... Make it make sense. I feel like they've all... No, but I feel like they've all been building to this, haven't they? Like, to have X in there... To, to justify having X in their title. <laughs> it's like, we've got to make 10 movies because at some point we need an X in our title. Um, Something it, it, imagine, it was, imagine it was Fast Triple X. Something that uh, I don't know if you Cross know. Over. I don't know if you know, so this may sway you. So I don't know whether to say it or not. Just say it. Um, some additions to the cast of Fast X in the in the form of Brie Larson, okay, Jason Momoa, okay, Michael Rooker, yeah, and I know you're particularly fond of this one, so hold on to your seat, Cardi B. I mean, yeah, I don't even know what she looks like. Really. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know if that sways you in any, uh, any way. But Moa the, does. Yeah. I mean, I still haven't seen the Cena one. Or right, John okay. Cena in it. And like, 
I want to see that. But I know famously that a lot of people that enjoyed the Fast movies up until that point, me being one of them, yeah. kind of saw that one and were like, oh, there's not really much driving in it. And I'm telling you, <laughs> the fact that they had uh, Don, uh, who is a man who is all about family. Yeah, um, family. So they just had a member of his family, yeah. a.k.a. John Cena, who looks yeah. nothing like... Nothing like... They're, they're completely different heritages. It just Huge doesn't work. Huge change in complexion. Does not work. Grew up together, experienced their father's death together, um, just never mentioned him for no. well over... All about his family. Well over two decades. Never tormented by his brother. Yeah. That is this... Yeah, okay. Very like... Yeah. And his brother just happens to be like a secret agent. He's only like an assassin who kills people through driving or some shit like that. It sounds like driving's a part of his MO yeah. or some shit, but there's barely any driving in it. He's like Agent 47, just with wheels for hands. Yeah, essentially, yeah. yeah. He's the transporter, but yeah. like... he's just But, but John just Cena. John Cena. I'm up for it. To be honest, the reason I want, one of the reasons I would actually watch that one is because it's John Cena, and I'm fucking loving everything he does. I really like him as an actor at the moment. Yeah, I really like him as an actor. I don't think he's done anything wrong yet. Um, I mean, that's he's already better than The Rock. Which not that is also that is also that is also up for debate. Not high bar, but I think he's better than The Rock. Right. Okay. Um, but uh, you were always a Cena fanboy, so. This is literally it's literally carried over. This is an off brand. <laughs> this is <laughs> um yeah, but never over the rock. Um but yeah, uh and then um yeah, so Barbie with that one. I just think it's gonna have the more substance honestly, I genuinely think it's gonna have a lot of substance to it. I think it's supposed to be a bit shocking how substance it will be. John Cena was in uh, one of the Transformers movies Bumblebee. Yeah, so let's right. let's have uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. And Creed was that three a segue there. I was like, <laughs> it only um, works when you don't point out. <laughs> That's why I do it. Uh, I'm here to ruin your segues. It's fine. Um, uh, Bumblebee and what? No, uh, oh, Transformers, Transformers, Rise, Rise of, the Beast, of the Beasts, yeah. and Creed three. So Creed, I have absolutely no investment in whatsoever. Really. Um, not seen any of them. I've seen the first one. It's really uh, good. Supposed to be really good. Yeah. Rocky films. I have a degree of separation from i have seen them yeah again can't quote them the way others can i like i know i enjoy them i don't know which ones i've seen which ones i haven't <laughs> i enjoyed them they're all the same fucking movie um but um he, <laughs> don't let harry honestly like the guy gets punched in the head so much why does he win um it's just it's just no uh but i've heard creed is very good mm. uh michael b jordan fucking amazing actor yeah yeah but yeah, so why not? Um, uh, so I've no investment in them whatsoever. So for me, it is very much yeah. Mine, yeah. This is a very. I've I've chosen these two because I knew neither of us were like. But Transformers, I'm not bothered about it. Neither neither of us were like. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see Creed Three. Or oh, I can't wait to see. It's more like which do I like least? Yeah. Like which which do I like a little bit better than the other one? Because they're like really low on the list. Transformers or oh, maybe Transformers loses though because I know they're bad yeah so because <laughs> I know it's going to be I've not bad. seen Creed and I've heard yeah. and do you know what it feels like there's some substance to it mm. so maybe maybe Creed wins because I don't know for sure whether I don't like it or not Transformers hasn't been good since the first one mm. they had that little revamp it was okay with Mark Wahlberg but mm. it still wasn't no okay so I'm going to go for Creed Hashtag bring back Megafox. 
Right. <laughs> I think that's too late for that. No, no, probably not. Uh, yeah, there definitely is not going to be the same hashtag for Shire. So, um, who is infinitely better in those films? Uh, so, yeah. Shazam or Wonka is the next one. Ooh. Um, so, again, my brother worked on Wonka. Because mm. a big part in that, so I'm anticip- so I'm anticipating that for personal reasons because I get he built a lot of the sets we're going to see, yeah. and it will be on screen. So I'm anticipating a sense of that'd be cool to see my brother's work. Um, it's musical, I know that. I like a musical. Uh, Wonka is a Willy Wonka is a thing that I'm not really a big, a massive fan of the Johnny Depp one. I've seen it and it was alright. Obviously, I love the uh, Gene. Simmons, Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons? Not Gene Simmons. What, from Kiss? <laughs> He's the guy from Kiss. Gene. <laughs> what What are you talking about? The guy who plays Willy Wonka. Oh, um... Oh, yeah. Gene. Uh, yeah, hit him. Uh, Gene something. Gene... Gene... Uh, Gene Wilder? Gene Wilder, that's yeah. it, yeah. Love Gene Wilder's version, obviously, and that is a musical <laughs> as well. Uh, it's M. Night... It's, uh, Gene, his, his, Gene um, Simmons. Jesus. Jesus. It is a musical version. Fair enough. Um, uh, Wonka's being played by uh, Chalamet. Sh- our, ma- our boy Chalamet. Chalamet. Yeah. Chalamet. Um, Simothy Chalamet. Um, but. What was the other one? Shazam. Shazam. Two. I really liked Shazam. Yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, and I'm looking forward to see. Do you know what, though? No, I'm... Shazam's good. As much as I do enjoy it, it's like that. Wonka seems like it's going to be a bit of a nice little... I feel like it's going to be Great Showman vibes, but with Willy Wonka. God, no. Um, it'd be a Great Showman that you can go see. Right. Without, like... I, I feel like it's got more serious tone than it should. What, Wonka? Yeah. Um, yeah, probably, maybe. I mean, it's the it's the, all films do nowadays. You have to look into the depth and the reality. You can't just have a fun thing now. No. Uh, you can't just have nice things you can't just be like just nice it's got to be like why why are they like this but also Um, they're probably really evil on the inside yeah like yeah or or there's something there's a darkness in them some shit like that Uh, so you know that we see at the end of Gene Wilder's Woody Wonka that moment it's an entire movie of that yeah that's what it's like let's take that moment and expand it no I'm I'm I think Wonka just takes it with that one because I've got the I've got the personal investment but also I don't know what to expect from that. I know that's that's, that's what I'm I saying. think that's why it wins. I think those ones where I don't know what to expect is um, where I'm a bit more yeah I'm with anticipating with it being Shazam two. Yeah, I'm thinking Shazam more of the same. Yeah, but with yeah. Wonka, I'm like it's a bit of a Shazam. It's a, like a bit of a gritty take on on a. Raul Dahl character absolutely which I mean I which don't is know. weird in itself I mean yeah. they were always they had that kind of like darkness to them I suppose his characters but they were like yes. it was whimsical dark but that was mainly from the drawings and that yeah. wasn't done by Raul Dahl himself yeah so. exactly um okay I can't remember if that's two or three um sets essentially four more movies um on that one so uh next one I'm gonna go for uh this might be a toughie uh probably not but um, let's go for Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, which is a bit of a mouthful of a title. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure will be a great film. Uh, and Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst Thieves. I've gone for two, which have got very long titles. And that's the only thing that connects them. So... <sighs> You're going to say Dungeons and Dragons? No. 
Let's just get it over and done with. <laughs> no. You're going to say Dungeons and Dragons, I... and I'm going to say Mission Impossible. No, 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 so no, let's move no, on. no. I'm really anticipating both these movies. I really am. Dungeons and Dragons, just because are they going to get it right or not? No. That's the big thing. No, is it? Um, no, because the, the trailers look garbage. No, it, 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 it looks like it's just going to be a fun adventure movie, which is all it needs to be. Okay. It doesn't have to pay attention to this rule books or anything like that. I play the game. It don't have to, you doesn't have to be on par with the rule books. They can break the rules. Everyone's made, everyone does their own thing with Dungeons and Dragons anyway. Yep. It's fine. They can tell their own story. As long as it's kind of got the like tweaks of like the, the universe in there, that's all it really matters. As long as it's a fun adventure movie, it's they've done it. Mm. It'll be fine. And as long as they do that, I'm good. But Mission Impossible is Mission Impossible movie, and yep. they just get better and better every time. So I've been uh, rewatching the Mission Impossible movies for in- anticipating for Dead I Reckoning. I might have to start doing that myself for anticipation for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. <laughs> so Part One as well. Yeah. Like you these, know, it's going to have a sick ending. These are going to be it's a two part, and these are going to be the last Mission Impossible. It's going to be a sick ending. Look, the trailer for Mission Impossible uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. Is the best trailer this of the last ten years? For you've said that you've said this a number of times. It got leaked early online on Twitter, and I remember just seeing it and be like, "Oh yeah, the last Mission Impossible was really good." So I'm sure I'll watch this trailer. And by the end, I was like, "I have to watch that again." Yeah. There was so much emotion like, and so much the, like the trailer. It is was a fantastic. Mo- yeah. yeah, and whoever made it should probably trailers get a pay were rise. A medium. Trailers were a medium. Um, so the my anticipation is probably my personally not to give the game away too much but it's probably one of my hot, most hotly anticipated films it is for me as well and, and one other reason that Hayley Atwell she's sick she is she you know she, she'll Atwell. be a great addition to she's the team she's going to be a great addition to the team yeah um I thought that those two were the last of the choosings but I, 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 I think I might have to squeeze another one in so right okay there's two more that was six more so I need another two another two right now, now it's getting tough. Yeah, we're on about um, ten movies altogether, though. So, so all in all, yeah, there'll be eight. You've on got each, eight yeah. at the moment. Okay. No, so so that was it. We, we you'd have four on each side. Yeah, we'll split it in two. Yeah, I think that is. I think. So, do enough. we need two more? Have you got the list written down? No. Okay, how are we gonna? Uh, I'm by, gonna go by memory. Do you remember so, who we won? Okay. Yes. So, um, I think you've done Spider Man. Spider Man across the across the Spider Verse. Yeah, that was one of them. Uh, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Uh, cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Uh, and what was it? Indiana Jones? Indiana was that Jones. the that was the four from that side? I think, I think so, so, yeah. And then we had Wonka. Yeah. Um and then we had Creed. Yeah. Barbie. Yeah. And then No, Mission Impossible. And Mission Impossible. So that's Four and four, yeah. Four and four, yeah. Lovely, that's it. Yeah, that's all good. Cool. Um, So, right, let's do out of the first four that we chose. So we had uh, Indiana Jones, Across the Spider Verse, uh, Oppenheimer, and Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Which would you say out of those four, if you would, if you went to the cinema tomorrow and they were all out, I could only choose one. You could only choose one. Which one would you see? Spider Verse. Right. Okay. Across the Spider Verse. Right. This is gonna be tough because there's only two of us, and you we both get a vote each. Yeah. And I would actually have to say Indiana Jones. Okay. I just, as much as the 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 film that shall not be named 
happened. Yeah. I still love the character enough. Yeah. And I still have um, a, that much faith in the director. Yeah. That if, again, if it was like, you can only choose one of those films to go see right now and then you can't see the rest. I'd be like, right, it's got to be Indiana Jones. I get that. Yeah. And for that, yeah, I will change my vote. Right, okay. So Indiana Jones. That was a, that was a compelling argument, wasn't I it? I've been yeah. asked a good enough argument, yeah. Because okay. I was torn between the two, I guess. That is a very good point. If I was there and it's like the next... It... You can't see the other ones until like three, four weeks later. I need to know if it's good. Yeah, yeah, I need to I know. I know one is going to be good. So it's yeah. almost like by not seeing it, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. I know that that one's okay. If it was like, right, the rest you can see next month. I'm yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I can only see one of these. Into, across the Spider-Verse, I'm sure we'll be a really good film yeah yeah, and, yeah. but i and i'm obviously anticipating where they're going to take the story next yeah, yeah. but i have to I know i need to know is did yeah. they do it did they yeah. fuck it up or not yeah yeah okay yeah so indiana jones wins that one uh and who else was in that one so we had cocaine bear and oppenheimer in that yeah, one yeah. didn't we Oppen- again they're uh, vastly different films Very the other vastly, two. i hope so um, <laughs> i really hope so i honestly think oppenheimer will be the best out of well, them because they're both based on real events yeah so, so maybe they're not so different we wanted to watch more you wanted to watch more realistic films uh, yeah. this year you should have gone for either one of no. those because what both they're, they're both inspired by no yeah i'm not going to do it at detriment to my own taste to my all existing taste i'm just going to make an extra effort to watch <laughs> the others too cool watch as well as sorry no i'm not going to yeah. stop watch this so on the other side we had uh barbie creed 3 um mission impossible uh dead reckoning part one yeah and wonka and wonka so which would you go <laughs> mission for impossible. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's like, the quickest yeah. one it's, it's, i've never wanted yeah. to see a movie so much more i've i've actually been anticipating it for two years i mean before covid yeah Hayley Atwell, uh on her Instagram showing like the different training they were doing oh, nice. her and uh, what's the name of the I always forget her name the girl from she's in Hobson Shaw she plays uh, Shaw's sister oh uh, the other yeah, English yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, girl is it um, Vanessa Kirby that's it yeah it's they're both in it yeah and it was them doing the training like abseiling thing, and I'm like and that was like two years. That was like the. That, I think it started before COVID, and then as soon as they were able to again during it. So like, I've been looking forward to that movie for ages. Really good cast in this one. Uh, not Did- only Haley Atwell, obviously Tom Cruise, Godoy. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Ferguson again, Godoy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Vanessa Kirby, uh, Pom Kem- Clementif uh, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, Angela Bassett is in it as well, and uh, obviously Ving Rhames, uh, who I keep thinking is dead. Um, yeah, but he's not. He's not. Yeah, well, which is always a really nice surprise. Yeah, like you're like, oh, he's not dead. He didn't die. Yeah. He was good. Uh, so you got Simon um, Pegg. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Simon Pegg. Um, we need our audience plant. Mark Gattis is in it. You'd recognise him from I know, Mark, uh, yeah, yeah. Doctor Who. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Nicholas Holt's in it. Um, not sure his role at the moment is keeping it very vague. Oh, okay. Um, and then you've well, got... Well, that's what I like about these. We never know who's going to be, what they're going to be. I don't know if Haley Atwell's the villain or not. Haley Atwell's the villain or not. And then you've got um, uh, Indira Varma, who is a British actress you'd recognise from Game of Thrones. Okay. She's uh, the one who is with uh, Pedro Pascal's character. Yes, she's exactly, uh, Luther's ex-wife. Yes, I know exactly who she is. Yeah, uh, Fantastic actress. So yeah. that'd be good to... I mean, it's got... a. Amazing cast. It's also got uh, Carrie. Uh, I don't know how to. Re- I keep forgetting how to pronounce his name. You know from um, Princess uh, Bride, from uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, yeah, yeah, Princess, Princess Bride, Bride yeah. the crush. He's in Stranger Things. Uh, yeah, he's the yeah, mayor. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to say Carrie Elius. Uh, that's probably not, but he's a you know like a class. He's a classic eighties actor. Yeah, yeah, he's so yeah. well nineties actually. Yeah, and um, so it's a star-studded cast. Yeah. Not only am I hotly anticipating and always good. it. Yeah, yeah. Now that I'm looking through the cast list, even more. So you've got the trailer plus that cast list plus the. We know they get better. They seem to be getting better. Plus the tr- the trust I have the trust in Tom Cruise, and now. he's just re-established our trust with Maverick, with Maverick and the the previous couple of, of uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I watched. Um, I don't think I've seen what one. I, I've missed one. So I watched uh, Ghost Protocol. Uh, which who's in that I think that's the one I haven't seen so which is the one with Henry Cavill that what is that the one you haven't seen yeah which one is the one with no I've seen the one with Henry Cavill that was the last one I saw yes is that the last one that came out that is Mission Impossible Fallout I believe that is the one the last is that the last one that came out yes 2018 I haven't seen Ghost Protocol so that's not even the one before that that's the one before that Mm. so that's technically Mission Impossible 4 yeah so that's where Renner comes in right yes I haven't seen where Renner comes in. Right. Uh, and then the one after that is Rogue Nation. Oh, wait, no. Maybe the one after that is... I haven't seen Rogue Nation. I might have missed two. You might have missed two. I'll find out when I do a watch through. Well, I've got both of them. So I'm going to watch borrow. them all through, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, out of that bracket, it's got to be Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And I think it's obvious who's going to be the overall winner. So, now, in, in the ultimate test... It's Indiana Jones versus Tom Cruise. Not even Ethan Hunt. It's it's oh, Indiana okay. Jones. Okay, just Tom Cruise. Indiana it's Jones. Not versus, Harrison Ford versus no. Indi- versus Tom Cruise. It's, it's Indiana Jones. In the in the title of hotly anticipated films of twenty twenty three, Two Reels Podcast, it's Indiana Jones versus Tom Cruise. And friends. As kind of Ethan Hunt. As Ethan Hunt, okay. Uh but yeah. So what how do you choose? Because I really want to know what happens in this goddamn Indiana Jones. <laughs> I know. I need to know if it's good. And I also does my anticipation of needing to know if that's good override yeah. my anticipation of that's going to be a fucking of great getting movie. blown away by another Tom Cruise action yeah. movie. Like I know this is going to be a great movie, and I can't wait to see it. It's probably the most excited I've been about a movie in a long time. So I don't really have many doubts about Mission Impossible. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm not like, oh, I've seen the trailer. Doesn't, it's the complete opposite. No, I've seen the trailer of Indiana Jones, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not really that impressed. I haven't seen the trailer, but I yeah. I still want to know because it's Indiana fucking Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas the opposite is with Mission Impossible. We've already said. Yeah, you know. So you know, it, it looks amazing. Which and anticipation wins, the positive or the negative? <laughs> as as a cynic, <laughs> like with Indiana Jones, I just got to know. I need to know. Like now, but again, going back to a very, very rudimental way of trying to get about a result. If there was one door, yeah, at the cinema, one screen that had Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, shocking title, yeah, and then Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part, part One. one. <laughs> Ironically, not the worst title there great title great title as long as you want it it's wordy care. it's a great title but it's wordy so if yeah. you had Indiana Jones Star of Destiny yeah. you had uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 the the door would blow off the hinges 
and I'd be in Mission Impossible enjoying my popcorn within a split second. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're right, that it is positive or negative. Anticipation. Yeah, anticipation. But it's just so, I want to see it so much. But I'd, like, I'm, I'm amped for it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, um, from what I've seen so far with Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, it's, <laughs> look, it's shown me enough yeah. that... I just, until I actually see it, and if it is bad, I won't believe anyone that says yeah, it's yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 if yeah. it is bad, yeah. So I'd be if someone says, "Oh, the trailer was really good, but it actually it was pretty naff." Yeah, I'd be like, "I don't believe I you." I don't believe you. So I have to go see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas uh, Indiana Jones, if someone said to me, uh, "It's actually really bad," yeah, or oh, it's actually really good. No, no, no. If someone said it's it's really bad, I'd be like. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I believe okay, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if they said the opposite and they said oh, it was really good, I'd be like, oh, fair play. No, I'd even then, them. I wouldn't be like, I'd be like, I don't believe you. Oh, okay, no, I'm, I'm ready to believe them face value on that. No, Whereas, no, again, no. In Mission Impossible, I'm like, you're lying. But, but seriously, <laughs> it can't the, be. It's, it's kind of like that is a little bit of a. It's a little bit of a. Uh, it's a little bit of a reveal that um, I don't think I could bring myself to just go and see a film because it's really, really bad. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like. I'd make a choice based on the negativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'd have to be like, well, I'm actually lo- gonna, really, really looking forward to it. Chances are I'm going to sit through two hours of like enjoying a film rather than finding out in the first few minutes that this one's bad yeah. and then having to sit through the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, overall Mission Impossible wins that, which is fitting because I do think it is, out of that entire list, yeah. the film I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, well, so it worked This out. year. Yeah, it's yeah. probably one of the things I'm looking most forward to, actually. They just—they're just such good movies. They're so well made, and we know the twists are coming, but they're always fun. Yeah, and, and I was honestly—I don't think I'll ever get tired of a fake mask, a fake face oh reveal. Oh God! Like it's the full over the head. Yep. I was—I was joking about it with um, with yeah, really, uh, yeah. people yeah, the other right. day, and it's just it's, you know you can't just peel it off. Like you can't—you don't go from side. You don't go from the side. You have to go from over your. Head. I can imagine a sort of like a silly spoof of where someone tries to peel it off and it gets stuck, like because they did it from the side. But in the movie, it's always just like, didn't they do that in like uh, what film takes a piss out? Of it? Didn't they do it in like Austin Powers or something, where it's like they like take a mask off and oh it's, no, uh... he tries to take the mask off of Basil's mother. Oh yeah, no, no, oh, no, no, no. So in the beginning of it, it's the whole like the that's not film. a woman. <laughs> no, no, that's oh. it. in the se- in the second movie. Is it like uh, he takes off the mask and it's someone else underneath? Anyway, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, yeah. I can't. Oh, you know, what is it now? Yeah, it's um, it's it's a classic trope of the Mission Impossible films. Yeah, which I mean, every time they do it, it's like, wait, yeah, someone else. It. Yeah, it's just like you know, it was him the whole time. God, <laughs> the amount of double crossing that goes on and like changing the little voice. They got like a little strip on their Adam's apple or yeah. like on their throat. And they take it off, and it's like then their voice goes back to normal, and they had the voice of the other person. Was it? Was it Love them? That. Was it them that? I don't know if they kind of like perfected it or not, but I feel like Ocean's done the whole like he will show the plan. Yes, as we're giving the plan. Yeah, yeah. And then as we're giving the plan, we'll then reveal the things that went wrong yes. were actually part of the plan. Yeah, I think they did that, and then it's almost like Tom Cruise with his Mission Impossible films went. Ooh, I could do one better. I could do that, but better. Yeah. And then just kind of like turned up and yeah. done it again. But we'll like... do the whole scene and then we'll show the whole scene from another angle. And then yeah. at the end of the scene, it'll turn well, out. Uh, it was Tom Cruise all along. The one in Rome starts with his girlfriend getting shot in the head. Oh, and then, it, yeah. yeah, the one in Rome. Which you know the one where it's in um, 
that one is where it's uh, that that act that really good actor who died a few years ago is the villain in it. It's all set in the Vatican sort of thing. Oh, uh, is that Mission Impossible Three with Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay, it might be four though because it's no. the second one with Seymour Hoffman though. No, there's not two of them. Oh, okay, there is only one with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, but they the story's being told from a. Yeah, yeah. It's being told in a way like they've already done something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and it's like they've crossed him already and it's that sort of thing. That but was we, the, uh... It starts at the end and yeah. he, it's, it basically starts with his girlfriend or wife getting shot in the head mm. and you're like, oh shit, it's all about... And then it jumps back and it's how it got to that point and then it was like, it wasn't her. It was yeah. like... And he didn't know. It was like a... The, the bad guys put the face thing on us. A... <laughs> of course they did. It had, then... to, had to do with the face thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the, the thing with that one was... Um, and I told you I was watching, I've watched Rogue Nation. No, I've watched Ghost Protocol, which is the fourth one. And the wife slash girlfriend, I think it's his wife, um, is not in the whole film the whole time. And they just reference her like, oh, something happened to her. You know, like, oh, oh okay. I'm sorry about what happened to her. Yeah. You know, and Jeremy Renner is was one of the agents tasked of like looking after her. Um, so on his watch, she died. Oh, okay. And then it's only revealed right at the end that she didn't die. Like, and I'm like, what happened? So not only in the film did they do uh, a face thing, and it's like it's not her, but off camera they did it as well. So it's like they just doubled down, just like they did, they they fell for it twice because he calls her in. Um... The one with uh, Henry Cavill. Does he? I don't even remember that. Doesn't he? he but no, he he bumps into her. Don't they go to that medical facility in the jungle? Oh my god! Remember at the end before the helicopter fights, and she's there, right? Oh my god! Is she? Yeah, his ex-wife oh is there. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! This is so unnecessarily interconnected, and also I feel for but why the. Why isn't it garbage? I know, but what I feel for the. Saying it out loud sounds garbage. I can't remember who. But it's she not is. garbage. But um. Yeah, Mission Impossible, uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1 has got to be... See... You know it's going to have a good end. See, it's the whole, such a good ending. The whole of the... Um, the whole of the couple of last couple of days in, t- in anticipation for this podcast. Yeah. I've been trying to think, like, what actual films do I want to see? You yeah. Know? Like, so making a list of, like, oh, yeah, yeah this one would be good. They're, they're mainly all blockbusters. Yeah. You know, usually each year you have... Smaller films which come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. So I'm sure there'll be some of those. Yeah. Um, but the, the main blockbusters, the ones we're basically going to see, the ones we're going to talk about. Um, and I think today was just every so often I was just coming back to, yeah, but when's Mission Impossible yeah. Dead Reckoning Part 1 out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and every time, yeah. saying the full title. <laughs> saying the full title Mission every Impossible, time. Dead Reckoning Part 1. So it's, it's, it's tough to kind of say anything else. Yeah. Um, but there are loads of good films. And, there should be good films. You know, we talked a little bit about like the superhero films, obviously because of the, the James Gunn video that we're gonna just came see out. That, we're going to see that one through right to the pop. Yes. We'll be there. We'll be there for the pop. Definitely. definitely. And we'll give our report on the pop. Yeah. And whatever that happens. I'm sure we'll still be doing this. Uh, I know we've only been doing it for, what, two years and a bit. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll be still doing this when finally no one goes to see another superhero film. Yeah, it may be. It's always going to be a Batman movie. That's just sort of, I feel like that's always going to be a thing. Yeah. There's always has been. Even before the superhero things was a thing, there was always Batman movies. Yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah. So, but to be fair, man, the, uh, the the fact that one day, maybe very soon, 
that the comic book bubble does burst, I'll tell you what, that's the real Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs>